Okay. Do you want to start? Uh, you can. Okay. Uh, shalom, everyone. Uh, <laughs> welcome to. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Welcome to episode 10? 11. 11. This is episode 11 of This yeah. Week in Stupid, the 2021 debut, right? Yes. Uh, well, technically, episode 10 will be because that's not out yet. Oh, I see. The first one we were recorded in 2021. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, this is... So we're recording this currently on January 6th, 2021. Uh, yeah. Uh, McGregor, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm officially moved into the apartment. I've right. spent a few nights here, you know. Right. And, uh, yeah, and last time a podcast episode was recorded it was in that apartment yeah uh exciting stuff uh i hope i i i really i thought that episode turned out well uh, oh yeah it's it's a good like, episode i've been editing it yeah there was a lot of bleeping that yeah. needed to be done <laughs> i've been moving so many teachers names man yeah yeah we talked about all, quite a few teachers yeah um but yeah so your movement went all right yeah no it's pretty great i haven't been robbed again yet so you good, know. very good. Has your door been fixed? What's up? Has your door been fixed? Uh, the um bolt lock has, but like the structure of the door is still pretty crappy. But like that's livable. It's not gotcha. like, yeah. The 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 key part of the problem has been fixed. That's good. Well, yeah, that's good at least. And yeah. you're all the way up a few states. That's true. This is the first episode being recorded where we are more than like a five minute drive away from each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm at college now. Uh, today is uh, the third day of school. Uh, it's Wednesday, obviously. So in school started on Monday. So exciting mm. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of stressful times, but you know, yeah. it's how it is. Mm hmm. My room is still a fucking mess because I, I had two days to move in and was so exhausted, like, after my move-in days and still hadn't moved everything in or, like, still hadn't organized everything. So my room is still a mess, you know? Yeah. But Every, yeah, same thing for me with my apartment is that everything, like, is still either, like, in a container or, like, just, like, randomly somewhere it shouldn't be. Right, yeah, I did. Like, I, I haven't organized yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, I tried to do as much as I could. Um, but it's really tough when you have all of your personal belongings in, like, a small space. And also, like, after the two move-in days, it was day one of classes. It was RA stuff immediately headed my way. Uh, I'm also a TA for intro physics uh, this term. And so it was that. So it was very, like, lights, camera, anal lube uh you know uh so yeah i things are a little cluttered which i think is symbolic of my mental state at the moment but yeah you know what i'm getting i'm you know i'm warming up i went and got groceries the other day so we're we're making things homey have you met your um boys yet my boys you're an ra right yeah yeah so you've met your boys no you no. see you you i think you've made this exact same joke over text like like yesterday, yeah. Oh, no, I made the joke that um, you were getting groceries for your boys. When do the yeah, boys uh, come in? I don't know what you think college is like, but there isn't a group of boys who I rule over. 
But that's what an RA is, right? You like it's like you manage the space. I'm a resident assistant, right? Yeah. So for the dorm, I'm like one of two res uh, RAs on my floor, and basically, I mean, like, so I don't, I don't uh, rule over any particular group of people. I'm kind, I you know, kind of all like there's six RAs in my dorm. I think all six of us are kind of like shared rulers of the entire dorm. So have the people moved in? Is that I'm, I'm asking? That's what I'm asking. I, I see. Okay. Well, see. So first off, McGregor, they're not all boys. Okay. You know, traditionally, my dorm was actually all girls, uh, but that has since been changed. Um, but yeah. Uh, no. No. People haven't moved in yet. They move in. Uh, I think start of week three. Uh, so in like a week and a half or something, uh, is when the general move in is any like student athletes are moving in right. in a couple days now so wait, are you taking classes or that doesn't start until everyone else is there right yeah no i'm taking classes we're doing the school is doing it the first two weeks virtual uh oh first i see completely virtual and then when general move-in happens then classes start in person uh okay yeah yeah that makes sense i get that yeah so uh yeah no no people here very empty dorm uh it's, you know, again, it's, like, only six people in the entire fucking building. Uh, yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Let's... Before we get into to the, this week's stupid events mm -hmm. and, you know, rib on it, me and Noah just wanted to, like, you know, have a little quick little powwow with you guys, right. our audience. Right. Um, about... Uh, mental health and, and dealing with like the shit that's going on yeah um because especially today things have kind of reached a very heated breaking point for a yeah. lot of people yeah things are very contentious today yeah i said the date at the beginning for a good reason it's january 6th which i'm sure you future listeners will recognize as the day when a bunch of uh fucking maga terrorists stormed the fucking capitol building and the police did nothing I as soon as McGregor joined the Discord call for today, I said, you know, this isn't something I'd ever think I, I I'd ever thought I'd say, but uh, I was hoping for more police brutality today. <laughs> yeah, um, which is you know that's a yeah. So like people are thinking and saying a lot of alarming stuff. I know uh, a lot of friends I follow on Twitter, they're just like I'm super scared and I'm, yeah. I just keep refreshing and looking at what's going on. I feel like I have yeah. to need to know what's happening and and, yeah. and and it can be traumatizing for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I saw. I mean, I know that so far at least we're recording this at. At 8:40 p.m., but so far, one woman has been shot, and there were pictures and I think videos going around of her getting shot in in the neck. I think it happened. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, it can be really a lot to handle. We so we just wanted to take a minute to say like, make sure you're focused on, make sure you're focusing on you first and mm -hmm. foremost. That's priority it's, number one. Um, it's I know. Okay, to take a break from the madness. It's okay to say I'm yeah. turning off my phone. I've seen too much today. Yeah. Like, it's okay to say, like, I, 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 this is, like, I need to, like, stop perceiving all this stuff. Take a breather. Take a second. Take an hour. Right. Eat an apple. Like, and then you can come back into it when you're comfortable. Like, there's nothing wrong with um, um, saying you've seen too much. Exactly. Even if the political topics at hand are urgent and 
change needs to happen. You as an individual, if you voted for the most part, you have done most of what you are able to do and you're not going to be a political martyr. So don't feel the need to go out and keep up to date every single hour with what's going on if you're not going to be able to handle it mentally. Uh, I don't know about, I know McGregor has his own stuff, but I'm the kind of person where if people around me are getting really anxious, then I get really anxious too. I, in, in general, like I'm not the kind of person who needs to check election results every hour. But if my family has, you know, CNN or whatever on 24-7, then I get anxious, then I start checking more. Um, and I also know that I am a person who repeat, has repeatedly dealt with like depressive periods in my life and depressive episodes. And that can absolutely be amplified by the political uh, state of things right now. So just make sure mental fortitude is number one. Uh, make sure you're staying safe out there. You know, yeah. Definitely. 100% yeah. agree. Good. Uh, well, now... Should we maybe get back to the bullshit part of the yeah, podcast? Let's, let's, let's make fun of all these goddamn idiots. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's just break down what's happened. So what, mm -hmm. what, this, uh, what the official name of this thing is, I think it's called the uh, Save America Rally. Yeah. That was, it was planned to like be like, oh, because like it's, it, it, it's, the, it's not even the like pro-Trump crowd. It's the, it's the like people who think the election was rigged crowd, right? Right. Because I know a lot of dudes who were like, man, I'm about all this Trump shit, but we lost, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so every, like, a lot of people, like, I, like, a, like, a, like, it, this wasn't just, like, a thousand people who rolled up. Like, this has been a lot of right. people who rolled up here wanting to protest. Because today, the Electoral College was going to ratify the results of um, the election. And, um... Mike Pence was going to uh, certify it and all that stuff. Right. So uh, in the morning, all these stop the steal people, conspiracy theorists, whatever you want to call them, MAGA people, came yeah. together and started protesting. Right. And um, Capitol Police were, you know, set up to kind of like protect the Capitol building. Right. But there weren't a lot of them. Right. And... and yeah. Yeah. And there were, I mean, there were barricades set out and like, yeah, barricades were set up. Like, like it was set up. It looked like they were preparing for a peaceful protest. Correct. Yeah. But then things got a little aggressive. Um, I guess as time went on and more people in the Senate and the house were like setting things up and like things were getting certified and, and ratified and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, aggressions were growing and, then fights started breaking out between police and protesters, and that's when it became a riot. They they overran multiple blockades, um, and then I think around noon, I wasn't awake for most of the day, so I'm like retroactively, yeah. yeah, learning stuff. Around noon, they busted into the Capitol building. Yeah, I I'm with you. I I got a text from my mom because I was texting her, and uh. Letting her, because I, I think I, uh, I, I was just, oh, I was texting her pretty early in the morning, uh, letting her know that I had ordered something, and uh, she responded at like noon and was like, I, you know, I, I hope you're, you know, staying safe with all the stuff that's happening, and I'm like, what's going on? 
uh, kind of out of nowhere. So I'm with you. I'm kind of also not fully up to date, but I know that at some point there's a video that's going around that at some point the police just opened the gates and like, like basically removed the barricades for the protesters, uh, mm. which is, you know, kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, pretty intense. But I mean, if you look at the videos where like they're not opening and they're being overrun, I mean, those cops yeah. are heavily outnumbered. Oh yeah, no, oh yeah, underprepared. Absolutely, I've seen a lot of shit on fucking Twitter of people saying like, "I can't believe the defense budget is this high and the cops are fucking Paul Blart." mall cop yeah. out there yeah so this is the i think this is the first time in 200 years that the american capital has been stormed yeah 18 something 18 yeah. early 1800s yeah so yeah. yeah so the capital's been stormed maga people are rioting in there i people, think people are taking pictures in nancy pelosi's office <laughs> that's, that's the that's the funniest part <laughs> I think, listen the only good thing that's come out of this is that people are just like booling up yeah her email's still open <laughs> oh is it really i just want someone to take her computer and tweet through her account oh i'm surprised no one has yet yeah because like it's a bunch of old trump dudes you know they're not very creative <laughs> yeah they'll probably just tweet uh maga that's or uh uh k-a-g cag cag yeah. <laughs> Do people say well, CAG? I haven't heard anyone pronounce Keep America Great because oh. he, he was running for a second yeah, term. Yeah. yeah. Which but, I, um, that's, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. But, but like they tweet something like, I, I rigged the election, lol. So something <laughs> stupid like that. But I yeah. want like a young, woke person to just <laughs> sneak in there and just tweet some funny shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. So I want to check, I want to check Twitter in the middle of the worst part of the fucking riot and see a tweet by Nancy Pelosi saying something like Ted Cruz bang me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Something, something goofy like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think ev almost everyone's been evacuated through quote unquote secret tunnels. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, that was, that was something interesting to read is that Mike Pence has made it out through using secret tunnels. Yeah. I mean, and so yeah, it's, it's basically, I mean, I think I, I I don't know why you're really surprised by that because you know I think if National Treasure told us anything, it's that they're basically secret networks anywhere. Well, yeah, no, I, I'm not surprised that there's secret tunnels. I'm just surprised that like people are candidly giving out the information that oh. there are secret tunnels. You think we're gonna get a like, we're gonna get a V for Vendetta? <laughs> <laughs> like no, I'm just saying like it, like it, like I feel like it would have been more normal if they said the vice president and all these senators have just been evacuated instead right. of just being like, they use the secret tunnels. Right. Right. Yeah. That is odd. I will, I will admit that. Yeah. Uh, cause, Cause like half the time when the president's doing like a moat, like a, like going in to something mm -hmm. and like, there's like that huge um, patrol, the president's not in that limousine. Right. They're like in a 1999 uh toyota corolla a mile behind that right but they never say it you know right right so like yeah you know. yeah i think i think they should have had like stage helicopters come in yeah and like like pretend to like have like uh the dummy like the dolls that you see in fucking movies where people like 
paper mache a body that looks like them uh mm. to that the, and they slip it in their bed to sneak out at night they should just have like fake walked those things into the helicopters and just evacuated <laughs> a bunch of plastic dummies into helicopters i think that would have been good that would have been great yeah then no one would have known i mean ev- everyone would have thought that the people got out through helicopters mm-hmm. but yeah so the electoral process has been halted briefly because mm-hmm. of this and um it's taken a while um but the virginia national guard is at attention mm-hmm. but the pentagon has denied them right so i yeah. don't know i don't know what's gonna happen but i think i think they're still in the cat like all the people are still in the capitol building doing their riot shit yeah i assume so i i mean i guess they are old white people so maybe come like nine o'clock they'll all be in bed but (laughs) uh yeah uh okay so i'm looking at so i'm looking at the breaking news currently i guess uh, it looks like members of Congress, this is the headline I'm reading, members of Congress returned to the Capitol continue to continue certifying the election results after the violent interruption by pro-Trump mob. So it looks like they have left. The mob's been funneled out. I, get, yeah. I guess either they just like gave up and left or they were kicked out. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and they're returning to, people are returning to certify the results. But man, what a fucking crazy day. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, nothing like people kept saying like this is an armed insurrection and stuff, and it's like, well, they haven't done anything, right? Really, right? I mean, they've they they have shot someone in the neck, which is awful. Yeah. But they've also like they haven't captured any political people. They didn't yeah. get the president or the vice president. Like everyone's yeah. come like li- like literally like everyone's come back to finish the process. Yeah, yeah, which is, you know, good. Yeah, uh, it's a good thing. But like you know, I, I I'm it's just like you know these dumbasses probably had yeah. no plan. They just walked in, busted a bunch of windows, posed, right. took a couple pedestals, and then got kicked out. Like, right? And you and, can't expect dumbass people who who are who are so radically angry that their cool president man didn't get elected, right? To be able to have to carry out a proper insurrection. <laughs> Right. And you replace, like, you keep that plan, but replace the group of people with, like, black people fighting for, like, their lives and people fighting against, you know, fighting for police reform. And there's, like, like, I think I saw that there were 13 total arrests or something. Something, yeah, something ridiculous. Absurd number. It's just, like, like, that just is, that just makes no sense. But, yeah, if it was, like, if that was Black Lives Matter, like... 200 bodies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And far more police violence, again, you know. Yeah. They would have uh, had the National Guard in there. They would have, I mean, it would have been. Yeah. They would have brought back the fucking SWAT vans that yeah. went out in Portland or whatever. Yeah. Shout you know, out to you know that picture where um, the Secret Service have boarded up the, um, the Capitol? Like, the like, I think, the, I think it was the House. And and they had like their guns pointed at the doors. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. If it was Black Lives Matter, they just would have been shooting the whole time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. I I know what you're talking about. I think there was a legit armed standoff at the door to the Capitol building. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Those guys brought guns, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It is crazy, but in good news, because we are both Kentuckians at heart, we do have some 
pretty good news to share, at least in contrast, which is now we call the turtle Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. <laughs> That's true. In Georgia, they elected two Democrats. Which is incredible, I think. I, I, I know that we are both uh, big Charles Booker fans. Yeah. Uh, and big supporters of the Fuck Mitch movement, mm-hmm. if you can even call it that. Definitely. Uh, because I, 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 so I'm like not born and bred Kentucky, right? You know, I moved here, but just can consider it my home because of how amazing I think the whole community and whole yeah. culture you've, is. You've lived here long enough, you understand what's good and people understand you, you know? Right. Where you're the person who, you know, every once in a while thinks, you know, an Appalachian revolution would make sense. Uh, <laughs> so I want to know what your take is on uh, Mitch McConnell and him getting out and what possible connections he may have to real life Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So we had the Georgia runoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock beat the Republican candidates. Right. Which means Mitch McConnell uh, loses his majority. And, um, you know, I think what this means for America is that um, uh, 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 when, when Mitch has to stand up and do his speeches now as Senate Minority Leader, mm-hmm. I, think he's, I think he's opening up for Scooby-Doo to come in and be like the man behind the scenes now. Mm. Now that he's the Minority this, Leader. Yeah, this is a sign that Mitch has lost his power, you know? Because for the longest time when he was Senate Majority Leader, he was kind of like, you know how like back when like, um, you, you know, like in like usual like dictatorship states, like there's like the dictator who's like trying to do everything and then his underlings are like plotting against him and using their own power to get away with their own evil shit. Mm-hmm. Like that was Mitch McConnell. Oh, like Mitch was like, he was like, I don't like Trump, but I'm still evil. Right. So now that he's lost that power, I think he's going to give it up and like let realistic Scooby-Doo come in. So and... so let me ask you this. Do you think that realistic Scooby-Doo has been, uh, has been invading Congress previously? Or do you think that he's just beginning to do that now that Mitch McConnell is the Senate Minority Leader? I know realistic Scooby-Doo was at Charlottesville in 2017. Was he? He wasn't. I don't, I don't think he was on a side, but mm. he was overseeing it. Mm. I think he, he, he's been, he's been kind of grifting around, moving between groups. And this is his big push. This is a risk for Scooby-Doo. Mm. He's he, like... hasn't, he hasn't had um, this level of control over certain groups or people before. Right. So he's stepping out of the shadows because the moment is right. Yes. I see what you mean. And so when he was at Charlottesville, did he end up uh, killing anyone? It's unreported. I see. But I do know... I do know that... (laughs) Okay... I don't want to make the joke about something of. 
I mean, you can say it, and then we can just cut it. Oh no. <laughs> Okay. okay, that may be that may, that be, may be a little too much. A little too much. <laughs> you asked me if he killed anyone, and I was like, "Well, only one person died at the freaking." Oh, was it really only one? I thought there. Were... Yeah, only one person died in Charlottesville. So fucking long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're back. And yeah, we're uh, back. Yeah, McGregor. We said some stuff that was too, like you can't. We can't disseminate that information about. It was. It was. A little too woke for the FBI to allow it to be said on the air. Yeah. Um, There's but actually so anyway. two Secret Service agents behind me right oh, now, yeah. listening yeah. in, making sure I don't mess up. Balls out. Yeah. Have you, have you ever done that? Have you ever like, uh, like uh, undone the zipper on your pants and just stuck your balls out? Yeah. Yeah. It feels wow. weird. <laughs> Why? Why? You, I always wanted to. I was like, what's that feel like to just have your dick tucked up and your balls just like in mm. the air? Because mm. mostly it's like your dick's out and not your balls. Sometimes. Oh, yeah? Like, like, if you're, like if you're partially revealing your genitals, mm. it's usually dick first before balls. That's true. And I know some people do that to take a piss. Yeah. Take a hot, frothy piss. Uh but yeah, I have never done that. The idea just came to me. I think it's, I think it's a good look. I feel like that's something like that, like Diogenes would do. You know, he'd have his little fucking. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even have pants on. Never mind. He'd just yeah. be fucking shitting. He'd wear. He'd wear a cock sock. <laughs> yeah. And then just have his balls hanging out. Yeah, man. Like nature wanted it. Mm-hmm. That is that is one thing. Uh. Uh. I'm so one of my classes that I'm taking is called philosophy of science. Uh, and for the folks out there, I think I've talked about it before, but philosophy is my favorite subject. McGregor loves philosophy. Um, yeah. And I'm going into science. So, uh, and it's with a professor that I like. So it was like a freaking quadruple whammy, you know, uh, to take this class. And we were talking about kind of the beginning of, uh, Western philosophy and what Western philosophy's relationship to the sciences were. And uh, I'm in this class with my uh, a really good friend of mine, and he's my professor's talking about Aristotle and whatever. And my my friend takes uh, uh, takes the class and says, or, or texts me, sorry, during class and says, when is he going to mention Diogenes? <laughs> Well, well, my professor's just talking about Aristotle's description of the natural sciences and whatever. It's just good stuff, man. Good times. Mm. Only real Diogenes yeah. fans know. Of course. Yeah. No. Real homies are about Diogenes. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Have you... You know, I'm really entranced by the idea of going out uh, and just pulling a Diogenes for like a week. Yeah, you're just gonna sit homeless and yell at people. Uh huh. About yeah. philosophy. Yeah, and pluck a live chicken. And... What mantras would you say to people to try to make them think more? Uh, look, I haven't gotten that far. All right, I, mm-hmm. <laughs> all I've thought through was homelessness and public. So your plan, so your plan as of right now is to only be a crazy homeless guy. Yes. Great. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, we we're here for it, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think it could work. I think it could be a look. That's it might oh be. My God. I'm like, sorry, I had the greatest idea. 
What's your idea? We need to make, uh, we need to try to make like homelessness a like white girl aesthetic. <laughs> like you know how every once in a while there's like a like a uh, Bisco or Instagram white girl aesthetic that like becomes super trendy and is like like deep like at its core like pretty offensive. Yeah, like we should we, we should just completely glorify homelessness and like 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 cottage core. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and make TikTokers do like dances uh on the street in like rags. Yeah. Homeless core. Yeah. Dude, I'm a fucking genius, dude. White women love me. Big beanies and oversized dirty jackets. Yeah. Yeah. Having and having sex in public. Two buck chuck, you know, addiction, you know. <laughs> we'll make it we'll try to get in as many like legitimately troubling aspects of homelessness as possible to really yeah. let it sink in we'll sell like plastic sir like plastic toy syringes just carry it around <laughs> oh no oh oh that's fucking funny oh god like you'll what? see like a bunch of like 16 year old girls just like walking around dressed like the economy has looked down on them for all their lives and yeah it'll be they have like iphone 11s it'll be uh the uh equivalent it'll be like the mass equivalent of when uh ethan from h3 did uh blackface and just went out in public <laughs> it'll be the mass yeah. equivalent of that yeah and they like go out and like sit next to real homeless people and they get stabbed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and we'll get like we'll we'll get the really like rich TikTokers to do it too and like get them to like walk up to actual homeless men and like like pretend to be poor and then like fucking make it rain on their on this actual homeless person and like yeah. make it super depressing. We'll we'll tell we'll tell the rich TikTokers to dress in their homeless core and go out to like a public park and then we'll call the cops on him yeah for loitering we'll get we'll get all of the homeless core tiktokers in a park and have uh seven to twelve actual snipers uh to just fucking go ham yeah we'll, 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 we'll commit a massacre <laughs> <laughs> on on white female tiktokers dressed in oh. rags <laughs> It'll be a performance art. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be my senior capstone for college. <laughs> when we're being hunted down by the FBI for pulling that off, we'll be saying stuff like our main influences were Andy Warhol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll claim it's it's my three penny opera. I'm fucking Bertolt Brecht, you know, and this is my fucking masterpiece. It'll be like this is our homage to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Uh, that's oh you know you know who we can and actually forego the snipers who were super expensive will put mark Wahlberg in a vr headset and put him in vr on the fucking 9-11 plane yeah and everyone on the plane will be vietnamese <laughs> yeah <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know that's what he did he he beat up a bunch of vietnamese people back in the day oh yeah yeah I, I'm I'm so out of touch with Mark and like, Wahlberg. 
on the top of his UI, it'll be like, beat them blind, and he'll just go into a rage. And Yeah, and he'll think it's like a video game. Like, we'll yeah. seamlessly transport him from his living room onto uh, fucking Park Square. Yeah, and this chick who's decked out in homeless core, but she's got like a modern water bottle just drinking out of it, sitting next to the yeah. street. She's like, is that Mark Wahlberg? And then, bam! Yeah, teeth kicked <laughs> in, fucking bruised body ribs He's like you fucking viet get off this plane get off of this plane <laughs> ba- bashing her head against the tree and just he put he pulls oh. out a fight he pulls out a gun and breaks down a fake uh cockpit door and goes fucking buck wild <laughs> uh, yeah anyway so i know what my next creative endeavor is <laughs> mine too man honestly yeah, yeah. We have to, together, somehow manipulate an entire population of people <laughs> to, to follow a trend and then uh, get Mark Wahlberg a VR headset. I mean, we just got to follow, what... follow what Trump did. Yeah, what's that? Because he, he, that's what he did. He, he, he convinced an entire group of people to do something. Yeah, that's true. But I feel like... Like, like... Uh, Trump uses a lot of fear mongering. That's fear monger. Yeah, we can fear monger TikTokers into dressing How? like homeless people. How? We can oh, be like, maybe we make them think. I we make them think that it's activism. It'll be like the yeah, no, it's like a black square on Instagram. Yeah, it'll be like. Did you know that all your fans are poor? Yeah, to you show, need to show them that you have solidarity with them. Yeah, yeah, genius. Dude. And, and then we'll go up to Marky Mark and we're like, hey, buddy, play this video game. We're from uh, 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 Vanity Fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll just put the headset on him. <laughs> he just goes nuts. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Maybe, you know, maybe with the, with the VR application, we can get, because, you know, Microsoft Flight Simulator came out uh, kind of mm. recently. So maybe we can get Microsoft in on that. And see, like, yeah. like we can try to get a first-person view of the flight, and uh, you know, make some modifications. Yeah, and like the twin towers will always be just like twenty feet away. Oh yeah, the danger's like imminent. It's like it's like the fucking Monty Python and the Holy Grail skit where the yeah. uh, knight keeps fucking running towards you but never shows up. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we have a good plan. I'm excited to uh, show my school my fucking sociology, you know, capstone on how I manip- how we manipulated a group of people. Yeah, uh, and then murdered them all in cold blood. With Mark Wahlberg. We murdered Mark them with Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> the fucking deadly weapon, man. Damn. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What other stupid stuff has happened this week that we can talk? Because this thing is just kind of like taking everything away. Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, we fucking, can. Uh, no, uh, go ahead. We're just saying, like the freaking uh, storming of the Capitol is. Yeah. You know, and any other news I've seen, it's just like, man, it feels kind yeah. of old to report on it. Yeah, it's hard to remember what's happened in the last. I was thinking, like, I, we could bring up Bean Dad, but it's like, nah. Oh, yeah. 
being dad was being dad was kind of beaten to death you know I, in, yeah. in like in like 24 hours that was like okay you know we get it he's a fucking moron uh but yeah i mean like the only other noteworthy thing i can think of that's happened recently is that it was the fucking new year uh yeah. we can do we can try to do a 2020 year in review mm. oh uh, we could talk about carson Oh, that's true. Tony Carson. Oof. Yeah. Another one bites the dust. Damn. Fucking another YouTuber for some reason just grooms minors. Yeah. And asks them for nude photos. Yep. <laughs> uh, hey, if you're a person in power, uh, don't do that. At least, like, get more creative with whatever crime you get canceled for. Yeah. Like, yeah. embezzle money or something. I, I well, it pe- for people in power, embezzlement's kind of been done, you know. Yeah. So Since like, really, like the eighteen eighties, you know, even. But like, uh, this is like, is Carson like the hundredth content creator to be caught like doing something creepy with minors and fans? Something like that. But you know, he was he's. Of what I can remember, I don't keep up with a lot of this stuff. But of what I can remember, he's the one. He's the most popular one in recent history to have done that. I think so. Uh, too. Well, I mean, they caught this. Um, there's another YouTuber that, like, I think might be a little more popular than him, but that guy, like, came back and disproved it, I think. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Carson's the biggest one in a while who it's like, oh, you did that. Yeah. And I, I oh, well, I guess fucking uh, Adam Kovic and. Uh, yeah, the fucking um, Rooster Teeth Rooster guys. Teeth. Yeah, but yeah, I don't think Adam Kovic was, was fucking a fan. I think he was just cheating on his wife. But didn't didn't he also with like an of age woman? Oh, he also masturbated in the office, didn't he? Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, that, yeah. so the, uh, you know, at it least was, it, it was Ryan from Achievement Hunter who was right. like hitting up fans underage, and it's like fly yeah. out to Austin, and I'll give you a hotel room. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. I mean, like, Carson. I mean, Carson is bigger than fucking. Uh, right? Isn't Car- Carson's Carson's got like four million subscribers, or at least did? Uh, Carson's Carson's got the Zoomer crowd, so he's more relevant. Yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't necessarily call him bigger, but just more relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Yeah. I mean, like. Again, like I. Oh, I mean, right before the last podcast, we talked about how James Beach. Uh, yeah. The most the most beta looking of fucking comedians who I thought was hilarious apparently has like so, like eleven sexual assault allegations on him from when he went to college, and like once again like like Carson does not seem like a fucking Chad you know no he seems very uncomfortable in many situations and it's just like I you know maybe I maybe there's some psychology behind being a non Chad and fucking manipulating people yeah i think it's more like you know you're socially awkward and like yeah um um you're you you find yourself uncomfortable and anxious in situations so it's Mm -hmm. easy to just like be like oh this person already likes me i can just swoop in and it's easy as that right but like but like where's the disconnect of like this person that's not okay (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, well, a this person is underage, and b this power dynamic makes it really not okay. Yeah, I think it's desperation. Mm. 
Cause, That's interesting. I mean, I think like around the time he started grooming people, he was led on by um Caterino, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. And then she like fucked a different dude and yeah. like broke his heart. Yeah. I re- so, yeah, like, if, I if I you end up in a pit like, deep enough, you can just like do some fucked up shit. I'm I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, Not to say that he's justified, but like I'm just like thinking no, about like no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, no, no none yeah. of what he did was, could could be justified. Uh, but no, I I I I'm I enjoy some psychology, some psychological breakdown. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. I obviously none of us are experts. If you are listening to this and want to form an actual opinion, go somewhere else. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Don't listen to these two assholes. Yeah, we're here to wildly speculate about real life Scooby Doo. Aliens yeah. that turn people to limestone and call me Carson's fucking grooming career. Okay. Grooming career. And did you read some of those messages? No. Oh, I, I where... saw, I think I, I think I read one. I think uh, I read one where one of the people who came out uh, posted something on their Instagram story saying like, I wasn't the only one. And it was a screenshot of someone else's conversation. Yeah. Well, there were definitely multiple victims, but one that really stuck out to me, like Carson had just said something super fucked up. Like every time I think about you, I need to jerk off or something gross like that. And then like 10 hours later, the person responded, sorry, I couldn't reply. I was at school. He was like, Ooh. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. It's like, It's like, yeah, that's really not cool. It's like, a, it's like a if if Scott Pilgrim were like actually like predatory. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? Yeah, I've seen it once or twice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, real quick, quick tangent. What did you think of it? What did I think of Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, just I think like I told it, you. Like I told it. you I thought it was okay. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I mean like. It, it's. I, I feel like it's. I wouldn't call it dated, but it's very of its age. Mm. I think. Like, like okay. I could like like I don't know. It's just like it's like. It's it's approaching a lot of jokes like Nintendo nostalgia and all that stuff in a way that you wouldn't do today necessarily. I think that's true. Yeah. But I think also, part of that was intentional. Like Edgar Wright goes for a style. Um, he tries to embody a specific type of culture a lot of times, uh, which in a lot of ways, I think makes, I, I think like if you take, for instance, something like Hot Fuzz, where he's embodying small town England, uh, you know, I feel like that can make it seem less dated. Uh, but no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Anyway. Yeah. That's, I just wanted to get your, your take on uh, a movie I enjoy. Anyway, uh, yeah. So back to how uh, Call Me Carson uh, fucking ruined people's lives. Yeah, this is yeah, and, it, and it's also obvious that like he fucked up the creators around him with it. Because mm. like he he like I don't know how much you've read or how many videos you've watched from the from his circle. Yeah, I haven't. But like, like any. I was a big fan of his and like all of his friends, yeah. so I've been pretty on the beat about this. Right. Like all of them were like in all of their statements, they were like, yeah, he totally downplayed it. And like, it seemed pretty desperate that like he was going to do something like really bad to himself or to others. 
So mm-hmm. like they like would stick around and try to like get him to be better, but he would just lie and keep going. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think everyone he's friends with has been like, I'm taking a break from YouTube and Twitch and stuff. Yeah. Like he's he's just like destroyed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah, that was I mean it was like was that two days ago? Yeah, it was very recent. Yeah. I, I mean I just I remember waking up and saw that he was trending. I was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> I yeah I think I saw I think I read I, you know I don't I haven't kept up a lot with it but I think I read Slimesicle's statement um, yeah. that yeah. that like Carson said that it was like oh it was a thing of the past you know I've stopped or whatever it's just like you know it, at a certain level like you're you're like you know internally that what you're doing isn't okay. Yeah. And yet and yet you're lying to the people who are concerned so that you can continue doing the not okay thing that you know isn't okay. It's just like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You, not only are you manipulating and hurting these minors, which is just a crime that's like unfathomable. Yeah. You're also manipulating and hurting your friends. Right. Right. I mean, and even uh, you know, even if they weren't minors, the power dynamic does not make yeah, it, it just yeah. makes it not automatically not okay. Going after and, fans, that's like that's just fucked up, man. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. Don't do that, people. Don't. Yeah. If you know what you are doing is wrong, then then go get help. <laughs> you know, if you can't do it yourself, you know, you're human. That's okay. But there are options for you. There's. Like Man, nothing funny stupid has happened this week yeah yeah this is just the heavy <laughs> like, show like this we is need, this okay. is a dark episode okay okay let's 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 okay let's pick up the pace we have like like uh you know 12 minutes or something until uh, uh we have yeah. to end or something um no let's uh yeah let's like the funniest uh, thing we did was make an extremely dark bit about mark Wahlberg murdering people yeah so let's yeah. <laughs> And that wasn't even that funny. So, yeah. Here, okay. So, my sister texted me earlier mm-hmm. and she was like, Hey, I catched up on all your podcasts. Oh, oh no. Like, oh, what do you think? And she's like, Well, it seems to have devolved into you making Noah really angry every time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, look, two ep- bringing up uncut gems like three episodes in a row or something. Dude, that's too fucking much. It's man. too okay. much. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, listen, it was worth it. The it was worth it with the Sam. That's least. true. Yeah, no, that episode was that episode was a lot of fun to record. And then you know you you actually believed that aliens were had turned Russian soldiers to limestone in like 1993 or something or before then, and then the report came. Out. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that. Yeah, I, I get, I, I, so I'm not sure if I've said this, but like, um, I told, you know, cause I told my mom that I was on, that I was doing a podcast and, uh, she was like, oh, that's cool. You know, whatever. And she was like, uh, should I listen to it or something? Or, or she said something along those lines. And I was like, I don't think it's for you. We're not really, we're not really branding for, uh, Gen Y, uh, you know, Gen X. Men. Gen X, no, no, Gen X is millennial. Wait, 
You're Dove, right. It okay. is Gen X. It's baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, us. Right, right. I forgot. I got my X and Y flipped. I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gen. Yeah. We're not really branded for Gen X or moms, white moms. Yeah. Uh, and and then she was like, "Oh, okay. Well, anyway, sell it to send it to your aunt, who is who's like her her sister and also like a Gen X or mom." Uh, so anyway, yeah. If you're, but hey, you know, if you enjoyed the podcast, you do you. Uh, yeah, if you're old and somehow you've made it all the way to this episode as a dedicated fan, yeah, like yeah. shout out to you, man. Right. So anyway, uh, your sister, uh, yeah. remind me, does she squirt? Well. <laughs> what oh i wasn't ready <laughs> <laughs> look that's how you do it to me man all right I know. that's how you do it to your entire twitter fucking audience i know i know uh, just yeah. feels personal <laughs> <laughs> that's because yeah you make it personal man you talk about our fucking moms and shit now listen it's discomfort comedy i love exactly. it exactly i'm with you i'm with you yeah. i enjoy it too <laughs> that's good a- shit this is man <laughs> <laughs> God, tell, yeah. tell tell her to not tell your sister to not watch this episode. Uh, if you're I'm listening, I I'm a big fan. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but so uh, yeah, a really funny story. Uh, so a really good friend of mine from K. Uh, she I so when I first came. To college i mm. obviously you're my best friend so i told everyone about you you know because like yeah. it's just people would ask about uh funny stories or whatever and so inevitably the bill de blasio story came on by the way uh guitar guy we want you on the podcast uh, yeah i oh he probably doesn't listen to the podcast but maybe we'll, we'll, we'll just keep we'll just keep saying it enough that maybe yeah. we'll we'll summon him at one point maybe it'll just but, happen but so anyway, yeah, you know, I, I'd keep telling stories about you to people. And I was like, oh, he's so funny. He, you know, when, oh man, when he was doing the, the, the 100 days or whatever off of the Bria Big Boys, mm-hmm. oh man, those posts were the fucking best, you know? And, uh, and then one of my friends is like, finally, like, like I'm, I, I'm calling with you, uh, in the, in the lounge of my dorm last year. And my friend is like, oh, you, dude, I, I need to, you know, meet him, talk to him, uh, put it on speaker. So I put you on speaker and I set the, set the phone down on the table and he, and I go, Hey McGregor, you know, this is Tabitha, meet Tabitha. He's like, hi, uh, where are you from? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm from Texas, whatever. And he's like, oh, cool. Quick question. Are you a squirter? (laughs) (laughs) I knew I had a reputation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I yeah, I think I did tell you about that. Uh she she responded well though, which was no, but yeah. I can gleek. Uh yeah. I'm not sure if you remember this conversation. No, but, I remember yeah. it. I remember it well. It was the day you learned what gleeking was. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. By the way, if you don't know what gleeking is, it's like shooting saliva out of the bottom of your tongue. It's coming out of your mouth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it feels that good too. Yeah. Uh um, but so yeah, uh, McGregor does have a bit of a reputation for being uh, upfront, being upfront and uncomfortable. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, so, so yeah. Do you get uncomfortable when you meet like new people? When I meet when new people? people? 
yeah. I mean, I get a little nervous, but like that's just because it's like you know, what if like this person's an anus, mm-hmm. and it's like if they're not, then I'd get comfortable right quick. Right. Do you? I do you get more uncomfortable when like someone is like, like like someone is introducing you to someone who already knows about you? Like if like your mom was introducing you to a friend of hers who knows a lot about you, but you know nothing about them. No, I don't think so. Uh, that's interesting. I think I do. I think mm. I think I think for me, it's just easy to feel like you're expected to perform when you're being introduced to someone who already knows you. Like yeah. again, like like you said, you have a reputation. But I mean, I'm glad that you feel comfortable with it. Well, the thing is, it's like most times I'm being introduced to someone, and they are, and like the person already knows about me. It's like a, it's like coming from someone my age. Like the thing with your friend. That's you fair. know. So it's like it's like oh, I can just work this angle. Right. It's already yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Like when you were like, "Hey, here's my friend who knows about you," I was right. like, "Oh, I can make a really bad joke right now." <laughs> right. Because right. Because you know you know what the audience is like. Yeah, and I know I know I know I won't be like slapped in the face for it. So right, right, and I guess similarly when you meet like one of your parents' friends or something, you know that they're expecting you to be the good Christian boy that you really are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what I'm expecting if someone, depending on who's introducing me to somebody. Everybody knows me. I remember the first time I met your dad, uh, you guys were giving me a ride to pick up my fucking suit for prom. Mm. Uh, which. I, I think I think so. Uh, which, by the way, thank you again, and th- shout outs to Greg if you're listening. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was really funny because we were walking out of the high school into the high school parking lot, and while we were walking, you we were like, "By the way, don't be, don't swear or be vulgar or whatever." And I was like, "I know how to act around parents, man. You know, it's like it was like you you you'd only ever seen me in when I was like completely in my comfort zone. So yeah." yeah. That's when I only know people. So, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I freak out. Yeah. When, yeah. like, I'm, 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 uh, cause, you know, I have, I, I calm down when I'm around my parents. Mm-hmm. But I also know, like, some people, like, are really comfortable with their parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, right, right, right. So, like, they do act like themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I never know who that is. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, I, I always just do that, but I think another fair. another highlight of that uh, encounter was that when we got back, and I was gonna drive you home. Mm-hmm. My foot. Do you remember when my football coach showed up? No. Okay, so so we got back to school where right. my car was, and I was just gonna drive you back home. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we had to go with my dad. To get this, but like, yeah. So we we went back home. I think your dad just wanted to come with you, yeah, and maybe we he was to the school or something. And then I see my football coach's truck roll up, and what I had been doing was I'd been skipping football practice. Oh right. Under the pretense that I'd been um catching up on schoolwork that I hadn't also been doing. Right. When really I was doing neither thing. Right. Schoolwork or football. Right. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's going to talk to my dad about this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just sped off. 
Oh, did not, really? I did not enter that encounter. Yeah. And when my dad like talked to me later, he was like, so a coach was talking to me about this, this, and that. And I was like, oh, well, you know, he, he exaggerates a lot. Oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he dropped the subject. <laughs> yeah, man, you really are bad at conflict, huh? I'm so awful with conflict. But that, no, that's totally fair. I mean, like, yeah. Also, like, like, no offense to sport coaches, but who the fuck cares, man? You know, like, really, it doesn't, if, if they need, if, if you are such an asshole that you need your players to either be focusing on the sport or on academics and you don't give them a chance to like, just have a day off or whatever. Well, the thing which was, is, I how, wasn't doing my academics either. Well, no, I, 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 I made a commitment to two parties and had not gone to either. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, but I, what I'm saying is that, like, in my experience, there are a lot of com- highly competitive sports where the coaches are real dickheads and think that if you're not working, then you should be, then you should be. And I feel like there's a lot of, you can, you can commit to sports and commit to academics and also need a week off, you know, that will, that it's possible that that happened. Uh, so yeah, I, I just don't, I just don't get it. And I feel like that mentality happens the most from what I've seen in soccer and football, uh, when the sports stuff is very like fucking work until you puke or you haven't worked hard enough. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously you played football, so you can tell me what your experience was, but I just, listen, the thing about the football thing was that like, when you join a thing, whether that's like school, a, a class or a, a sport, mm-hmm. you're making a commitment mm-hmm. to uh, be a part of that thing. Mm-hmm. So if so, if by not committing to school, you fuck up and have to stay after to do it, you're also fucking up your commitment to the sport. Right. So both. So like I. So like it's not like that person's like being like you should stop focusing on your grades. It's hey, look look what look. You've you've like ruined two things for yourself right now. You need to fix that up. Like he wasn't like being like, like when he was complaining to my dad about the thing, he wasn't saying like he needs to stop doing this thing. It's he needs to get good at the school thing so that way he can come do sports. Right. Yeah, I understand that he wasn't like saying do sports, not school. I was. Yeah. I'm just saying like the. I think a lot of sports coaches have the opinion that you have to be doing at least one of them and like it's totally like parents too where like my parents have been always been super cool where like when it comes to parent absences and whatever they don't give a shit if i need a if you need if i need a fucking mental day you know if i need just a personal day whatever i can tell my dad and be like hey i'm just not in the mood to go to school today i can't do it i'm stressed i'm anxious whatever and he's like, okay, cool, whatever, you know. And I feel like there's, there are parents, you know, I know that people have parents where it's like, no, you can't do that. If you you have to have a, you know, a quote unquote good reason beyond mental health uh, to skip school or to skip sports or whatever. And I feel, in my experience, I know that there have been quite a few coaches of sports teams, not necessarily at like our high school or whatever, who feel the same way, where if you're not doing yeah. sports and you're not doing school, you have to have 
a reason beyond mental health, which I think is like kind of bullshit. If you needed a week or something to not do school and not do sports, I think, you know, you should be able to have it. I'm sure that would have served me good, but. <laughs> yeah, considering like, you know, your sophomore fucking year apparently was super shitty. Yeah. There's a lot of times in my life where I was like, if I just asked for a break. Yeah. It probably would have gotten better, but. Yeah. I mean, you're a hard worker, ultimately. Um, mm. I, I think, you know, whether, I, I think that you prob- you may not agree with that, especially with school. But the I think what I would say is that, like, you, when it comes to, like, your personal view of work, just work in general and what work is, you, com- you, you commit yourself, it seems to me. Uh, and or you know when you sign up to do something you want to be there to do it but i think you know taking breaks is good yeah definitely i appreciate that yeah so on that cheerful note i believe we can it's been about an hour right yeah yeah so all right uh guys stay safe stay healthy yeah Check in with yourself. Check in on your friends. Make sure make sure that everyone's okay. This is a stressful time, you know. Right. And we love you. We love yeah. all of you. Um, and uh, yeah, we hope that 2021 only gets better. And we hope that next week things are a lot funnier so we can have a lot more material to be funny with. Right, yeah. I think we've made a total of one joke this entire episode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, which is, I think, an all-time low. But, you know, it's okay. During stressful times, it's okay to be a little serious. But yeah. Definitely. Anyway, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, McGregor, where can people find you? People can find me in the Capitol building at Nancy Pelosi's desk. Cool. What what are you what what are you tweeting? I'm tweeting about aliens. Smart. Smart. Where can people find you, Noah? Uh people can find me uh in rags in Times Square, uh, taking selfies with homeless people. Mm. Watch out for Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> He's coming, man. I see him I see him down the street, and I'm not moving a muscle, okay? I know that he's coming. I'm ready. Before he gets you, you can find the podcast at TWIS underscore pod on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And um, thanks for listening. It's been yeah. This Week in Stupid. <laughs> Bye.